Aging Options, how can we help? It's time to know your options and master your future. My life, my plan, my way. LifePoint Law presents Aging Options with elder law attorney and life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich. Health, housing, finance, legal, and family. Know your options. Aging Options is not a law firm, but Rajiv is a lawyer. You should not reveal things you wish to keep confidential in this public setting. This program offers general advice. Having your questions answered does not create an attorney-client relationship. Contact your attorney or other professional to discuss your unique needs before taking any action related to the subjects discussed in this program. Now, here is nationally recognized retirement planning authority and host of national public television program, Master Your Future, Rajiv Nagayich, as well as his co-host, Tariq Ansari. And good morning. Welcome to Agent Options right here on AM770 KTTH. So glad you could join us on this Saturday, the 10th of December. We're going to get right into it. We have a lot to talk about today on the program as I'm here with Rajiv Nagayich. And there's several things we're talking about, including fixing Medicare. Can it be done? And will you benefit? And we'll also talk about paying for long-term care. There's just not one way to do it. There are many different ways you can do it. If you get creative, you don't need a lot of money, and you can manage to deal with this issue. We'll talk about that. Absolutely, we will. Also, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Or is it? Some people are left out in the dark during this holiday season, and we'll talk a little about the blues of December and January and how it can affect you and how to prevent getting into those blues. And, Tariq, you know, the biggest uh, thing, the biggest recommendation people have about retirement, before you go into retirement, retire your debts, right? And then there's mortgage debt and there are all sorts of debts. Here's an article that comes out. Before you retire, here are three debts you need to pay off, and your mortgage isn't one of them. So what are the three debts? We'll cover those two. Indeed. And I know a lot of you feel tricked because honestly, mortgage is, mortgage is one of the first things I thought of before I looked at that article. But those three debts, hey, they're very, very important. And uh, you're going to want to hear about that. However, despite the fact that those four stories are you know, clearly very valid on this Saturday, the most important story we're going to talk about today on the show, Rajiv, is your story. You out there with your question. During this holiday season, lots of questions about long-term care, about Safe Harbor Trust, or anything that you have to do with aging, things that are happening in your life. We are here with you until 11 o'clock at this number. 1-800-465-8770. Again, 1-800-465-8770. Our board op, Andrea, has her hand on the phone as we speak, and I, I don't know how she does it, but she'll pick up the phone. Before you've even dialed, she'll just, I mean, it's just it's that new kind of technology that I can't wrap my mind around. But give us a call at 1-800-465-8770. Again, Aging Options, we're here with you until 11 o'clock right here on KTTH. Uh, now, Rajiv, obviously, we're getting close to the holiday season. So I want to ask you first, you had two seminars last week, and I want to ask you this before we get into the stories, of course. Uh, two seminars last week. And one coming up today in Seattle, which, I mean, we'll mention throughout the show. But I want to ask, how did the ones go? Um, the two during the week, I believe they were on Tuesday and Thursday. And I wanted to, you know, check in, see how they went and uh, what people can expect at the seminar today in Seattle. 
You know, there's only one way these seminars go, really, because the true and the unique nature about the information that we give out uh, about retirement planning, it's never... I mean, I've yet to do one of these events where regardless whether it's consumers, professionals in between, uh, whether there is anything other than, wow, that was great information that we end up getting. Because forever, consumers and we as human beings, we know there is something wrong when we are watching 70% of us in retirement not do very well. You know, and, and, and it's not that difficult to visualize that if I fall ill, what the heck is going to happen to me? Where will I go? Uh, who's going to take care of me? Will I go broke in the process? All these questions. And refreshingly, you have answers the first time. You really, truly, for the first time, will have pretty straightforward, honest answers about these issues. Thanks for asking. The, the seminars went exceedingly well. Thank you. Excellent. And I know one of them was in Gig Harbor at the inn in Gig Harbor. I know you used to live out there. So shout out to you. I know it's weird to say shout out to you while you're there. But uh, it was, hey, I I really appreciate you going around um, around Puget Sound, not just staying in one area, going to different cities, like month by month, changing it up. And uh, I wanted to mention, obviously, the one you have today at 1.30 p.m. And this is going to be happening in Seattle, to be more specific, the downtown Seattle Holiday Inn. It's off of Dexter Avenue, for those of you who live uh, in the city of Seattle, the one we're in right now here, the KTTH Studios. And... Uh, now, it's been a while since you've been to Seattle, so this is a very special day, especially for individuals who might be living out in Queen Anne or Capitol Hill, maybe down by Columbia City, who are now closer to the event today. Uh, do, do you want to discuss like maybe what, what inspired you to do the event today in Seattle? I mean, Seattle is uh, not that far from where I am, Federal Way. And I, you know, <clears throat> Tariq, uh, somebody had asked me, why do you do these seminars? And, and they continue to ask, because there's Dr. Mixon who used to do the seminars. And I learned from him as to how to do all this stuff. And I do this because this is my way of doing my pro bono work. Why do I go to Seattle? Because there's not a whole lot of stuff going on in Seattle other than the same old traditional retirement planning advice that gives you a 30% chance to succeed, 70% chance to fail. And for a long time, I've been thinking about, you know, I haven't been to Seattle for a very long time. Maybe this time to go ahead and make a pilgrimage up there. Come out, take a look what it is. And it, it really is. You just give me an hour of your time, and we'll tell you as to where people go wrong and what you need to do so you don't go wrong. Absolutely. 100% a great idea for this afternoon. Again, it's happening at 1.30 at the Holiday Inn in downtown Seattle off of Dexter Avenue. You can sign up by going to lifepointlaw.com. But also, it's same day. So if you're thinking, oh, well, I don't really want to sign up online. Well, guess what? You show up to the event, you can sign up in person. That's how I signed up, actually, because I'm a bit of a procrastinator at times, Rajiv, as you know. So I showed up to the one in Bellevue about a month and a half back, and I was like, oh, crap. And then you're like, it's all good. You can sign up right here. And I'm like, thank goodness. My gosh. It was almost a bad situation. But hey, 1.30 p.m. today in Seattle. You can go to lifepointlaw.com to sign up or show up in person. Again, Seattle Downtown Holiday Inn. Check it out. It's free. It's a great idea. We'll keep mentioning it throughout the show, so don't worry. But do call in. If you can't wait until then, I do recognize, Rajiv, that is still a few hours away. Some people, they need it now. They need questions answered right now. And here's how you can do that. Call 1-800-465-8770. 1-800-465-8770. Again, Agent Options, the radio show. We are here with you until 11 o'clock. Now, in the meantime, Rajiv, let's get into the first story for today. As I mentioned in the cold open, uh, you know, fixing Medicare, it, I was reading this article, it is central to fixing 
health care and shoring up the federal budget. Uh, you've mentioned it before several times, at least since you know we've started doing the show here together. And it's that Medicare, you know, it might need to be changed. However, when reading this article, of course, this is from The Hill that was attached onto this Aging Options blog post done by Tony Boland. Shout out to him. Uh, you had some concerns, if I'm not if I'm not wrong, with changing Medicare. I didn't necessarily have concerns about changing the need to change Medicare. We all know that we need to go ahead and have Medicare change. My concern was, <clears throat> will the public embrace the change or not? Right? Or will there be a a massive route in the coup. The reason why nothing happens around Social Security and Medicare is because there is a very loud voice that says, don't change any darn thing that that has to do with my Medicare and Social Security benefits. And this article, I, I'm glad that, you know, Tony put it there because we need to take a look at this stuff. It's not about just me, me, me. It's about us as a society. And, and this article talks about that if we don't change things, in our system, uh, nothing good is going to come out of the whole thing. I mean, for example, you know, when you take a look at the budget for 2023, we will be collecting $318.58 billion in revenues as a nation, as a country. We will be collecting $318 billion in revenues, but we are going to be spending $406 billion in revenues. Where does that income come from when you take a look at what the source is? Well, 50% of the money, 55% of the money comes from taxes and about 34% of the money, which is about 90% between the two, comes from a different type of a tax. So one is individual income taxes gives us 55% of the money. Another about 35% of the money comes from Social Security tax and Medicare tax. Well, that's all, all well and good. Then you take a look at spending. How do we spend the money? When you take a look at the spending, turns out that about half the budget goes into three line items, Medicare, Social Security, and Medicaid. Those three programs eat up 50% of the budget. And if we don't, and the rest of it is to take care of other things like education, paying interest, VA benefits, transportation, general government expenses, etc., etc., that's a small number. And you would throw defense in there, and now you're looking at about two-thirds of the budget is already gone. So, look, I mean, the reality is this. Medicare, sooner or later, is going to need drastic changes. And the more we talk about this stuff now, the more we build a consensus around the desperate need to make some changes, I think it will be there. The question will be, will everyone in the system have to feel the pain? There's pain coming. Or will we only have the pain be felt by the people who are not on Medicare, not on Social Security now, they're going to be entering by increasing the age. So you've got to work a little bit longer before you can get Medicare or, or before you can get Social Security benefits. So this article, I think, so is just a precursor, something that we need to educate. And, and, and you have to go back to John F. Kennedy. You know, ask not what the government is going to do for you, but ask what you've done for the country. Not what the country has done for you, but what have you done for the country? I think this is a time that we need to be taking a look at all of this stuff because beyond our generation, there is our children's generation, the next generation that's going to be coming by. Do we want them to have some opportunity to have a reasonable shot at a good quality of life as we have uh, the most blessed country in the world, America? Do we want our kids to have the same opportunity? That's what it comes down to. 
That's a great line from Kennedy, by the way. So shout out to, I never thought I'd say this when I got on the air, but shout out to John F. Kennedy, you know? All right. So if you want to call into the show, 1-800-465-8770, 1-800-465-8770 is the number to call. How do you feel about that Medicare story? Does it pertain uh, to your situation right now? And what is your opinion on it? Or what is going on in your life that you might need a question answered from Rajiv on? I mean, I could help too, but I imagine you're probably going to want to ask Rajiv. Here's the number, 1-800-465-8770, 1-800-465-8770. And, uh, you know, Rajiv, I think we have um, a little bit of time here uh, right before we get into the break. It's, it's a weird place to be because we don't have enough time to get into a story, but we still have too much time to break now. So I'll use this, like minute or two to ask you about two things that we've mentioned the past couple of weeks and it's your pbs show it's we're we're talking i believe happily living happily ever after the new pbs show you have coming up this spring and a new book also coming up this spring uh do you want to provide an update for some interested listeners on that yeah i mean the the pbs show is pretty much in the can i went down did the taping earlier in the fall uh, and so that that uh, show is being edited and revised. I looked at the show, and I've got to tell you, it's like an out-of-body experience when I take a look at that. And I'm looking at the information that is packed in that uh, hour show, if you will. And it's all about, you know, this time I wanted to spotlight the housing. The biggest misery in America in retirement is if I fall ill, will I be put into a nursing home against my wishes? And that really was the topic that I wanted to talk about. And when I looked at that in a detached way, that's not me, but that's somebody who's talking about this issue. And I got to tell you, it is an extremely compelling show. Even I got sucked into the show. And and, and I'm the one who was presenting the, the, the thing. And I got... I got absolutely mesmerized by the information that is there. It is extremely compelling. So that'll be out in March. It'll start playing uh, all over the country, and we'll be sunsetting the old program that we had called Master Your Future, which is really the 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 the, the whole set as to what retirement is, what are the different pillars of retirement, why do people fail in retirement, that program. But this one that's coming out is great. And the book uh, is in the final revision uh, stages. So we've got uh, everything. The content is all solidified. It has been locked in. It's going to go to the final proofreader now. So the proofreader is going to make sure spellings are right, commas are right, and the grammar is right, punctuation is right. And then after that, it will go down to the illustrator. They'll lay it out. And by March, at the same time, we'll have the book out, and we will also have the PBS show out. So excited about that. And, you know, as a, as a, because I live in Seattle, so it'll be in Seattle, we'll be probably, not probably, we will be doing pre-launch parties. So there'll be some uh, movie, uh, movie theaters that we are talking to right now, and we will be showing a preview of that, of that, uh, of the PBS show. And, and I'll be there to answer people's questions. You can, the, the show speaks for itself. You don't need to do anything other than watch the show, and there'll be questions coming up. And I promise you, I guarantee it, that, you know, if you watch the show, it'll connect with pretty much everyone who watches the show. And then we'll be there. We'll talk about whatever questions you have. We'll be taking questions and answers, and the books will be out there. And so you can get a copy of your book. And so stay tuned. Lots of exciting stuff coming up in the month of February. Very, very exciting. I'm 
even I didn't know about the movie theater thing. Each time I ask you for an update, it's something new that's exciting. Uh, so that's great <laughs> stuff right there. Uh, looking forward to it, you know, in uh, just a few months away. February, only two months away. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to call into the show today, if you can't wait for that book, you can't wait for the seminar happening today at one thirty. if you can't even wait for the PBS show, you want the information now from Rajiv Nagayich over the phone, Here's the number to call, 1-800-465-8770. Again, that number is 1-800-465-8770. And, well, Rajiv, as I always say, time flies when you're having radio. It is time for a break, but that means we get to play a world-famous game, Rajiv. What's the name of that game? What year was it, right? That's absolutely correct. What year was it? So we're going to take you back. I'm going to give everyone a hint at the beginning here. We're going to go back to the 50s here. All right. So what year was it when the Korean War ended, when Elizabeth II was crowned Queen of England? Get this. The average rent throughout the nation was $85 a month. Rajiv, I would kill for that price. I mean, my goodness. I, I mean, I know adjusted for inflation, but man, can you imagine? 85 a month? And this absolute amazing classic track, one of the greatest of all time, was the most popular song of the year. How much is that dog in the window? The one with the one. I mean, they don't write songs like this anymore, Rajiv. They really don't. They really don't. That's a great song. Oh, my God. I mean, I've heard it a few times, but, yep. What a great song. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. One of the most popular, uh, you know, hit number one in the charts, on the SPCA charts back in uh, in this year. So that's very exciting. Uh, what year was it? 1953, 1954, or 1955? I do apologize if you're a cat person, but... Guess what year it was, and we'll give you the answer around 10.59. In the meantime, do give us a call at 1-800-465-8770. Again, 1-800-465-8770. You are listening to Aging Options right here on AM770 KTTH. your turn to join the program give us a call at 800-465-8770 once again that toll-free number is 800-465-8770 aging options will be right back after this does someone you love need care in the home an elderly parent or relative a spouse dealing with a long-term illness maybe a family member facing a disability HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. Whether you need help on a full-time basis or just a few hours a week, our trained and experienced caregivers are matched to meet your needs. We can even help with access to on-call physician support along with in-home care. Why not let our family take care of yours? HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006, 253-564-1006, or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Homewatch Caregivers, let our family take care of yours. You know, I'm not a wealthy person, but I'd like to leave a little something to my kids when I'm gone. 
Actually, there's someone who gets first shot at your assets when you die, before your kids can even touch them, the tax collector and creditors. I don't know much about estate and inheritance taxes. I've heard about changes in tax laws, but it's a little complicated, so I just try not to worry about it. Far too often, the cost of probate and estate taxes forces children to sell off their parents' assets, leaving little for them. I'd at least like for them to have this house. After all, they grew up here, and we'd like to keep it in the family. They say you can't take it with you. (laughs) I just didn't realize it was the tax collector who said it. The elder law attorneys at LifePoint Law understand probate and estate taxes. They know how to protect your assets and your legacy. You can trust LifePoint Law and Rajiv Nagayach. Call 877-ELDER-47. That's 877-ELDER-47. I thought he covered everything that I personally had a question about. I was reassured. I got perspective. I was impressed. I found it very, very helpful. The rules are changing, and although no one can forecast the future, one can be prepared for it as much as possible. Join Rajiv Nagayich for the next LifePoint Law Seminar today at 1.30 p.m. at the downtown Seattle Holiday Inn off of Dexter Avenue. You can sign up by going to LifePointLaw.com. Again, that's LifePointLaw.com. You can also sign up in person at the event. Again, that's today at 1.30 p.m. at the downtown Seattle Holiday Inn off of Dexter Avenue. Listen to the show every week. You guys do a great job. We were in Portland heading south, and we are about 20 miles southwest of Salem, Oregon, and you guys are coming in loud and clear. Love that. Really do love that. I actually, I was saying off off the air, I, I, I muted myself on accident there, Rajiv. My apologies. Uh, I love that call so much because, well, loud and clear in Oregon. Love it. I love the energy. I love the fact that we're coming in loud and clear in Oregon. And we appreciate you all so much for listening right here. AM 770 KTTH. Aging Options is the show. And if you'd like to call into the show, here's the number. 1-800-465-8770, 1-800-465-8770. And Rajiv, now let's get into the, sex sto- uh, the, the next story here. And this next one, of course, uh, has to do with pain for long-term care. So now when it comes to long-term care, we feel, I feel like we're almost like, uh, we're almost spoiled with an, it, like, an individual who's an expert on this, who we'll be talking to very uh, soon on the show, not today, but in the coming weeks. Uh, and that's, of course, Joe Hillier of HomeWatch Caregivers. Um, but when it comes to paying for long-term care, which is something we sometimes don't talk about, Rajiv, um, this article from CNBC, it discusses, you know, ways to fund healthcare services for aging in place. And uh, I found this very interesting, very impressive, especially the CNBC reporter in this article, Deborah Nason, I believe, is the individual here. And she uh, did a great job by going to a lot of different sources on this and getting a lot of different perspectives. And I think it's honestly very well done, very informative. I think the point she's ending up making is that as we grow older, get closer into retirement or go deeper into retirement, we all recognize that Medicare has a big hole in it. And the big hole is uncovered long-term care expenses. Medicare was never designed 
to pay long-term care bills. And when you when you when you survey the people and say, well, what do you think? Who's going to cover the nursing home bill if you end up there? The care community, if you need some home care, who'll pay for the bill? Well, Medicare will. Fully, one half of the American population is convinced that Medicare will cover the long-term care bills, and it turns out that's not true. Medicare was designed to cover acute bills, anything for which you can go to a doctor, a hospital, or a pharmaceutical company, and they can money they can make money of your misery. That is all covered by the Medicare system. If you have an illness for which there is no cure, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, dementia, old age, frailty, every single thing that we are more likely to deal with as we grow old, the bills stemming from these conditions, none of these bills are going to be covered by the Medicare system in any meaningful way. And the cost will be several thousands of dollars on a monthly basis. not a one-time cost. It's each and every single month you're living, the long-term care costs continue. That's the reason why the state of Washington got involved in the act. And we didn't do enough stories in the fall that starting next year, you know, we are going to have that long-term care tax that was much debated. And many people ended up buying small, useless long-term care policies. Why? Because... Having a policy that will pay us back the money is better than paying the government and not getting getting back anything. But certainly they didn't buy long-term care policies. They just bought a way out of the tax issue. And, and with the promise that sometime in future we'll get our money back. So nonetheless, this article does a good job spotlighting and saying that, look, we live in a time where home care today on an average is going to cost about $62,000 a year. And when you have $62,000 a year, you have a lot of people who will be saying, I don't have that kind of money. I can't pay that. And the article spotlights, well, that, you know, I mean, normally we would be looking at long-term care insurance policies. But only 10%, according to her, according to her sources, only 10% of Americans have a long-term care policy. My sources, when I do the research, I come up with about 11% of Americans have a long-term care policy, which means about... 89% of the people are running around the country without any long-term care insurance. What the heck are they going to do? And then this article starts talking about what are the different ways you can do that. And I think her 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 uh, idea is that you have to get creative. And when you take a look at it, that's what we do at Aging Options. I want to take a look at the fiscal reality in every single person's life and make sure that what is the worst thing that can happen to you? You deal with long-term care. What is the answer to that one? You come up with a way to, 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 to protect yourself from these costs by looking at several options. What are the options? You can take a look at a reverse mortgage. You can take a look at uh, <clears throat> increasing the amount of income that you have. How do you increase the income? You take in a roommate. You uh, take on a part-time job. You do other things that you need to do. But you're not taking a part-time job or taking in roommates when you need long-term care. That's too late by that. So you have to look at all these issues ahead of time. And I think uh, this lady does a good job of trying to figure out, well, these are the different ways you can increase the amount of income. And my standby is today, don't know what tomorrow will bring, but today the reality is Medicaid and VA are very viable options for people to plan long-term care bills around. And we do that as elder law attorneys. We do that 
a lot. And then there li- therein lies the safe harbor trust planning that, that instead of having just a regular will or trust uh, that says when, you know, if I were to pass away, I am leaving all my money to my spouse. Or if you're single, when you're saying that I'm going to leave everything to my children, remember, you'll only leave money to your spouse or your children that you don't end up using for your own long-term care needs or your own expenses. And so you can do a lot of planning. And today's seminar will be chock full of those options. That's what we talk about, is to, in life, there are three things you'll want to do, is to make sure that as you grow old, you don't end up in a nursing home. You don't become a burden to your children and your family members and to your loved ones, and that you don't die broke. And dying broke is the, 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 the focus of this article. How are you going to protect yourself from uncovered long-term care expenses? Good article to take a look at, but doesn't really have the depth of what you need to do. For that, you need to go to one of the seminars that we do. Indeed. Uh, like the one happening today at 1.30 p.m. at the downtown Seattle Holiday Inn. It's off Dexter Avenue, and you can sign up by going to lifepointlaw.com. You can also sign up in person at the event. All right, so do check it out. And... Again, the number to call for today's show is 1-800-465-8770. Again, 1-800-465-8770. And we do have a caller on the line right now. It is Tony. He's calling in from Tacoma. So check that Tacoma. Should pronounce the city correctly there. Tony, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you, Regime. And thank you, Regime. Uh, yep. Well, Actually, I'm I'm a 76-year-old widower, and I have no mortgage. Uh, it's been about three years since my wife has passed, so we've been through probate, and that's all been taken care of. And I have the house, and uh, I do have long-term insurance policy, and I, I also have money put uh, back into annuities for... Uh, taking care of my long-term care but so i have no kids and no grandkids to leave it to and no one close uh, no family that's close that i want to leave it to but two people from israel have come into my life since my wife passed and i would like to help change their quality of living because i'm much older than they are and i want to leave something behind you know, so I want to know if I should change my will and put them in it or put uh, how I would arrange for the house and and the annuities to be uh, put in their name. If that's just done right. in a will. Yeah, typically speaking, okay, so you want to do a will because uh, and then there are other ways you can do it. Will is not the only way of doing it, but will is the probably the most effective way for you to do it. You can, if you are absolutely certain that when you pass away, you're going to leave the house to these young people from Israel, then you can uh, name them on the deed. Washington State allows something called a payable on death deed. And you can uh, you can name them in the deed so that when you pass away, there won't be any probate. The house will go directly to them. The other annuities that you have, you can name them as the beneficiaries. Uh, so when you pass away, there won't be any probate. The money will go directly to them. 
there will still be a need to make sure that your bills are properly taken care of and people who you might die owing money to, they're not left uh, without any recourse to get, get paid. So, yes, you should be doing a will. But, but you know, but uh, first of all, I got to tell you, I am so sorry to hear about your, your, your wife passing away. Now in your 70s, you're by yourself. You're alone. And that is not an easy place to be. The holiday is coming and stuff, and I'm sure this is probably a hard time for you. So what you ought to do, you're thinking in the right direction, but also add one more dimension to your thinking. You still have the rest of your life to live. And before you start worrying about protecting everyone else, protect yourself. Because when you look at the rest of your life, the house that you're living in, the one that you want to leave to these young people, Will you be able to live out your life in this home without spending it on your own needs? And you need to protect yourself from that. And, and, and the thing that I say in retirement, I think, you know, we look at small, narrow issues one at a time, and you're doing a great job. You, you and your wife clearly must have done a great job getting ready for retirement. So you've got annuities, you've got cash accounts, you probably have a decent income, you were smart enough to buy a long-term care insurance policy, and you've got a house that is paid for. Your challenge now is going to be, how do I conduct my life so as I grow old, if I fall ill, that people don't take advantage of me? Who are the people I'm naming to manage my money when I'm no longer able to care for myself? And what kind of checks and balances do I put in place so that people who use the money will help give me a life that I want, not what some discharged nurse in the hospital is going to suggest that they do, which is put me in some care facility because I'm too old and I can't take care of myself at home. So you're asking the right questions, and I think, you know, the, in my world, protecting money for heirs is secondary than protecting money for yourself. But you should do both of those things, and yes, you should go see a good elder law attorney to do that. And if you don't know of one, go to LifePoint Law, and there are attorneys up there, and they can help you with this issue. Thank you, Rigi. My wife will have been gone three years, the 17th of this month. So you're right. This is a very difficult time. This is such a hard time. I lost my mom and I'm watching my dad walk around like a zombie. I literally mean it. I mean, there is no one who's going to be able to fill the gap that your wife had. But there are things you can do. you got to stay busy. you got to stay engaged in life. Because, you know, the, the worst thing that happens to people who lose a spouse is if they are not vigilant about it, they will succumb to dementia. And it's all about because we start isolating ourselves. Life, you know, all the colors are now muted. They're not nearly as bright as they were when my wife was living and we had each other to fall back on. And you have to guard against that. My strong suggestion to you, to you, to you would be, if you get a chance to, Tony, go to one of the seminars that I end up doing and start thinking about these issues. Who are your agents? Who are the powers of attorney? Who are the people that you're putting together as a team so that when you are no longer able to manage your stuff, Life will be the way you want it to be, not what other people are going to do. And in that planning process, we can protect your estate so that you can actually leave the money to these young people from Israel. Uh, Over the years, you may even change your mind. Who knows? But at least you want to protect your money to make sure that somebody is going to benefit from your hard work and your wife's hard work. Well, this, this young man, his name is Amit, which in Hebrew means friend. And he calls me grandpa, and he says that he'll be me. He'll be there if I need him. He's a manager of a skincare, and he's very intelligent, 
and a very hard-working young man, and I just want to see him have a better quality of life. You know, if I can get through this world myself, <laughs> this life. Absolutely, yeah, and so, you will. And I think, you yeah. know, it all's in the planning. You will be able to walk through this world in a dignified way and be able to take care of Amit and, and, and be able to do whatever it is that you need to do. But I think planning is the key. Don't leave it to chance. Do some planning. Well, I'm glad you're there. Uh, ਜੀਵ If you want to call into the program as well, uh Tony obviously very uh, very pressing question and uh, we have someone else on the line but we still have time for your call at 1-800-465-8770 1-800-465-8770 and uh, I know we have Melissa on the line right now but uh, we have do have to take a break so Melissa hold on we'll get to you right after this but if you'd like to call in after Melissa 1-800-465-8770 now to finish off the segment what year was it when the Korean War ended when Elizabeth II was crowned queen of England average rent was $85 a month and indeed the greatest song of the year and maybe of all time was this one How much is that dog in the window <laughs> The one with the I really uh kind of want to meet this lyricist I want to see what they had what they had on their mind when they were writing this you know what inspired them and uh maybe they just watched 101 dominations I don't know uh what year did that come out 1953 1954 or 1955 all right stay tuned at 1059 a little over 20 minutes we'll give you the answer but do call in at 1-800-465-8770 1-800-465-8770 melissa you're up first right after this break you are listening to aging options on am 770 ktth we're here to take your questions the number to call is 800-465-8770 once again that toll free number is 800-465-8770 rajiv and tarik will be right back after this safe independent living in comfortable surroundings that's where we all want to be it's no different for your parents and other elderly relatives even as they age how do you make it easier for them to stay in the home they love by bringing the care to them homewatch caregivers can help With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, Homewatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. When you compare the costs and benefits of home care to nursing homes or other institutional settings, you'll be amazed at just how affordable in-home care can be. Homewatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. Homewatch Caregivers. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006 or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Call us today at 253-564-1006. Homewatch Caregivers. Let our family take care of yours. You know, I'm not a wealthy person, but I'd like to leave a little something to my kids when I'm gone. 
Actually, there's someone who gets first shot at your assets when you die, before your kids can even touch them, the tax collector and creditors. I don't know much about estate and inheritance taxes. I've heard about changes in tax laws, but it's a little complicated, so I just try not to worry about it. Far too often, the cost of probate and estate taxes forces children to sell off their parents' assets, leaving little for them. I'd at least like for them to have this house. After all, they grew up here, and we'd like to keep it in the family. They say you can't take it with you. (laughs) I just didn't realize it was the tax collector who said it. The elder law attorneys at LifePoint Law understand probate and estate taxes. They know how to protect your assets and your legacy. You can trust LifePoint Law and Rajiv Nagayach. Call 877-ELDER-47. That's 877-ELDER-47. I thought he covered everything that I personally had a question about. I was reassured. I got perspective. I was impressed. I found it very, very helpful. The rules are changing, and although no one can forecast the future, one can be prepared for it as much as possible. Join Rajiv Nagayich for the next LifePoint Law Seminar today at 1.30 p.m. at the downtown Seattle Holiday Inn off of Dexter Avenue. You can sign up by going to LifePointLaw.com. Again, that's LifePointLaw.com. You can also sign up in person at the event. Again, that's today at 1.30 p.m. at the downtown Seattle Holiday Inn off of Dexter Avenue. I flew to Seattle, but really to see how Rajiv's vision of serving clients differs from the usual elder law estate planning practice. Rajiv has developed a view of service that really transcends the way the rest of us uh, typically handle our planning. He wants people to really think about housing and their financial future and the issues of aging and care. And it is superior to almost any other elder law practice that you would go into. Well, there you have it. Aging options right here on AM 770 KTTH. If you want to join the conversation, maybe you have a question about something we've talked about on the show or something that's concerning you, here's the number to call. 1-800-465-8770. 1-800-465-8770. And uh, I'll tell you what, we're going to go straight to a caller here. And let's talk to Melissa from Woodenville. Melissa, welcome to the show. Are you there, Melissa? I. Oh, I think we may have lost her. Melissa from Woodenville, are you there? Oh, maybe, maybe. Uh, we may have to put her on hold here for a quick sec. Oh, oh, I, I think we can maybe hear her in the distance. I think she might be, she might be talking on her speakerphone or something like that, or. Yeah, we're. I think we're having a little trouble hearing, hearing, uh, hearing Melissa. That's okay. We'll we'll have her on hold. Let's go. Uh, let's go do another call instead. Let's go to Anne, who has a question about home care. Uh, Anne, welcome to the program. May have lost Anne as well. Hmm, unfortunate. Well, in the meantime, I guess, uh, Rajiv, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's talk, uh, while we, uh, get that situated, let's talk about the seminar happening today, um, at 1.30 p.m. 
uh, because obviously, you know, you had two last week, again, as mentioned, on Tuesday and uh, Thursday evening. Uh, very successful, I believe, in Federal Way and in Gig Harbor, if I'm correct. And you're doing one in Seattle. As we mentioned earlier, it's the first time you've been in Seattle in a long, long time. So a lot of Seattle residents or people who live in the surrounding areas, it's a great opportunity to, you know, check it out this afternoon. And uh, what would you say to somebody who's maybe a little bit on the fence about it, who's like maybe a little bit unsure about attending uh, one of these events on this uh, on this wonderful Saturday afternoon? Well, you've got one life to live and you've got one retirement to travel through. If you want to make sure that you get to the other side the way that you want to, go to the seminar because with your planning, with whatever planning that you are doing, it uh, basically you've got a 30% chance that you'll succeed in retirement. There's a 70% chance you'll either end up in some care facility at some point in time, you will become a burden to your loved ones or die broke. You don't want any one of these uh, these eventualities to happen to you and you can plan around them. That's why you want to come to the seminar. There you go. Today, in Seattle, the downtown Seattle Holiday Inn, it's off of Dexter Avenue. It's easy to get to. It's actually only a few miles away from where we're broadcasting right now. And you can sign up by going, by going to lifepointlaw.com. Again, lifepointlaw.com. You can also sign up in person at the event. It starts at 1.30. Get there a little bit early. Be sure to sign up in person if you wish. Great idea. A great way to spend a Saturday afternoon. And it looks like we have Anne back. Anne with the home care question. Anne, welcome on. Can you hear us? me. You were trying to get uh, Melissa and you disconnected me. But anyway, I'm back. Okay, my question is Sorry about uh, that. (laughs) Yeah, okay, staying in your own home, uh, you know, but home care, getting home care to stay in your own home, because as I understand it, you could live in a first class hotel with room service for a lot less money than in these care centers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, actually I was looking at a Go ahead. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, how does a person handle that? Uh, because uh, I'm not in the Seattle area. I actually I actually live in Linden. And you were out, you gave a seminar in Linden. I can't remember if that was five years ago or four years ago, uh, yeah. which I yeah. attended. And then you had one in Bellingham, which I went to also. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... Um, you know, thinking ahead, uh, we have a trust, uh, and uh, there's someone <coughs> set up as an executor. Uh, <coughs> the other thing is, I did call the lawyer that uh, did up the trust, and I asked him about being the executor, because sometimes... When you have people, and because of where I live, which is two hours away from Seattle, uh, <coughs> I don't have a cold. I'm just coughing. So Sorry, you, yeah, no. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Having somebody, the lawyers in Bellingham, and uh, lawyers as a rule are impartial, and, and he gave me a cost that I thought was very reasonable because – the distributions are cut and dried mm-hmm. for the trust. So what do you think about, you know, my question, I've sort of twofold, I guess, having I think, a lawyer. You know, the, the, 
Yeah, no, I think you're asking questions, but you're, you're asking two very different genre type of questions, right? Apples and oranges. On the one side, you talk to lawyers, and lawyers have given you uh, uh, a quote, and they're saying they, they'll do the trust for you. You think that your distributions are cut and dry, so I think this is a good, sounds like a good thing. The, the reason why I do the seminars, and you've been to two of them, here's what I'm saying traditional legal planning that you probably are getting advice about when you're talking about a trust, it is about who gets what when I die. You already know that. That's the easy part. When I die, even if I don't write anything, I mean, heck, who cares? I'm dead. I'm gone. Somebody will figure this out. And the laws are there to go and protect me. But it would be better for you to put something in writing so that your wishes come true. So that's going to be the legal part of it. Legally, there are three problems you're going to be getting help from from the lawyer. Who gets what when I die, will or trust? Who will manage my finances and my health care if I become ill until such time that I die? That will be your power of attorney. And do I want a feeding tube if I was in a coma? That's going to be your living will. In other words, how do I want to die? And right, the I mistake that, yeah. people make is, no, let me let me finish my thought. The mistake people make is when they are talking to me and say, what do you do, Mr. Nagaj? Well, I'm a lawyer. You automatically pigeonhole me and say that the work you're going to do is work every other lawyer must be doing. And I'm saying, no, look at the rest of your life and ask yourself this question. The stuff that lawyers do, that's important. I don't want to minimize that. I am a lawyer. I think the work I do is important. But make no mistake about it, it is very narrowly tailored to talk about who gets what when I die, how do I die, who's going to manage my stuff till I die. Look at the rest of your life and you'll be probably saying, as important as that die, die, die proposition is, the more important thing to me is going to be, I want to grow old with the certainty of knowing that if I ever fall ill, People will not put me into a nursing home. People will not become my unpaid caregivers, and I will not go broke in the process. And when you compare these goals to what lawyers are going to do, what financial planners are going to do, what other people are going to do, these will be two ships that simply pass each other in the ocean. You, you have to kind of, you know, so it takes a little bit of creativity on your part to understand that the answers professionals give you generally do not address the big question that you and I as consumers have. Have you ever in your life, and I'm sure you have talked to many professionals, not just a lawyer, have you ever talked to any financial planner, any lawyer, any insurance agent, any doctor, anyone in our planning community to say, you know, in everything else that you're going to do, let me help make sure that I can help you stay away from a nursing home, not become a burden to other people. Has anyone ever talk to you about that other than the seminars you come to see me well, well no they don't but but the thing is when you have it set up that uh, you want to stay in your own home and i agree with you that yeah. ordinary lawyers unless you ask them look i want it this way and who's going to be my financial advisor who's going to do this and that they don't do right. it i agree with you yeah no no that that's understood all so these, then the, like so, so the second part of the question, let me answer that. Actually, we are so far over the break. Let's take a break. I'll come back and I'll give you the answer on that one. Because you can do things to make sure that you can identify the caregivers yeah. ahead of time. That's the key. So let's take a break. Let's come back and finish the answer. 
Don't yeah, wait. we are low on time, so I'm gonna. Uh, we'll yeah. So Anne, hold on. We'll be right back after this break. I'm gonna skip what year was it for uh, for this uh, end of segment here, and we're gonna be back in just a couple of minutes. So Anne, hold on, and you are all listening to Aging Options uh, right here on AM 770 KTTH. Now's your last chance to call into the show. The toll-free number is 800-465-8770. Once again, dial 800-465-8770. Rajiv and Tarek will be right back with more aging options right after this. You know, I'm not a wealthy person, but I'd like to leave a little something to my kids when I'm gone. Actually, there's someone who gets first shot at your assets when you die, before your kids can even touch them, the tax collector and creditors. I don't know much about estate and inheritance taxes. I've heard about changes in tax laws, but it's a little complicated, so I just try not to worry about it. Far too often, the cost of probate and estate taxes forces children to sell off their parents' assets, leaving little for them. I'd at least like for them to have this house. After all, they grew up here, and we'd like to keep it in the family. They say you can't take it with you. (laughs) I just didn't realize it was the tax collector who said it. The elder law attorneys at LifePoint Law understand probate and estate taxes. They know how to protect your assets and your legacy. You can trust LifePoint Law and Rajiv Nagayich. Call 877-ELDER-47. That's 877-ELDER-47. Safe. Independent living in comfortable surroundings. That's where we all want to be. It's no different for your parents and other elderly relatives, even as they age. How do you make it easier for them to stay in the home they love by bringing the care to them? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. When you compare the cost and benefits of home care to nursing homes or other institutional settings, you'll be amazed at just how affordable in-home care can be. HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. HomeWatch Caregivers. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006 or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Call us today at 253-564-1006. HomeWatch Caregivers. Let our family take care of yours. I thought he covered everything that I personally had a question about. I was reassured. I got perspective. I was impressed. I found it very, very helpful. The rules are changing, and although no one can forecast the future, one can be prepared for it as much as possible. Join Rajiv Nagayich for the next LifePoint Law Seminar today at 1.30 p.m. at the downtown Seattle Holiday Inn off of Dexter Avenue. You can sign up by going to LifePointLaw.com. Again, that's LifePointLaw.com. You can also sign up in person at the event. Again, that's today at 1.30 p.m. at the downtown Seattle Holiday Inn off of Dexter Avenue. When I think of aging options, I, I feel a great deal of peace knowing that My children aren't going to have this frantic scramble around if something happens to us. They will understand what is to be done. They have the phone numbers to call and people to help them and won't have to be making all these decisions on their own. There you have it. Aging options right here on AM 770 KTTH. We're very short on time. So, Anne, unfortunately, we only have time to get a quick answer in for you. But, Rajiv, without being said, let's throw to you. 
Okay. I think. Uh, go ahead. You know, um, when I went to the seminars, you had your lawyer was Phil George, and he works at uh, Bellingham. Is he doing the same thing as you? Yes, he is, and he is really a good guy for you to work with. He is. Yes. Yes. Okay. Wh- uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's. I think that's my main question because I'm going to take this. Uh, you know, I have a living will, and things are laid out, but I think there's more detail that has to be added on. And I was very concerned if he's doing the same since he was there at the seminar when yes. you were there. Yes, he's a he's a great guy. I mean, he's a smart guy, dedicated, and he'll do it. And I think you're going to the right guy because what my point to you is going to be: you need your powers of attorney to list out details, so when your agents actually read that document, they will find names and phone numbers and people they can contact, so that the caregivers have been identified ahead of time. And maybe the individual caregiver is not, but people who know where to find the care, they have been identified. Phil will be able to do a good job for you, Anne. Yeah, because I will need and some Anne, specifics. Yeah. Okay. Your program. Yeah, and Anne, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening, Anne. I'm really sorry to cut you off. We just we are very short on time, but appreciate you okay. so much for listening. And Merry Christmas, Anne. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I think we lost her. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Anne. And uh, yeah, Rajiv, there we go. Um, that's well, three callers today. Very, uh, very thankful for all of you during this thankful season for calling into the show. Real quick, we're not going to get to all the stories, unfortunately, today. But if you would like to check them out online, and I recommend you do, agentoptions.com. Go to the blog post section. Tony Boland does an excellent job. Do check it out. It's a great idea. Okay. We only have a few minutes, but I want to get this in because we talked about doing this uh, on the show Real quick, for just maybe two minutes, could you discuss your thoughts on the differences between traditional planning and life planning, Rajiv? Like, how do you see it? You know, the the traditional planning that we end up doing is what we call bumblebee planning. And that's what I was trying to get, get through to end was that when you go down to a lawyer, if they are not a life planner, which thankfully Phil George is talking to, he is because he basically studied under me and he learned all the systems and and I think he will do a good job for her. Most people are going to look at narrow issues. Lawyers are going to look at die-die-die planning. Doctors are going to look at pills and prescriptions and procedures. Uh, financial planners are going to look at uh, long-term care policies, annuities. How much money do you have? How do you invest? And so you'll have all the pieces there. But in the end, when you fall ill, It'll start as a health issue, then it'll become a housing issue, it'll become a financial issue, it'll become a legal issue, and all along the way, life is a family affair. If you do not weave a a thread through all five of these needles, you have all the pieces to the plan with a 30% chance of success, you will not have the assurance of knowing that your plan will actually work together. And that's the difference between life planning. When you go to a life planner, you don't go to five people to say, how should I look at healthcare and housing and finance and legal? You go to one person, and one person actually puts it all together, and they'll build a life map for you, if you will, or a planning map. It's called a road map. And once you have a road map, then you will be able to go to different professionals in each area, and you will demand that they give you services that you want that connect you to your goal of, I want to grow old without being put into a nursing home, become a burden or dying broke. If you orchestrate the questions around specific, clearly defined goals, you will get much better answers. That's what life planning is. What we do as life planners is to coach and guide you how to get 
more out of the different systems so you have a cohesive, comprehensive, coordinated plan and not just pieces to a plan strewn all over the place. There you go. There you have it. The difference between traditional planning and life planning, according to the one and only Rajiv Nagaya chair, as it looks like we are about a minute away from the end of the show. So let's play what year was it, Rajiv? What year was it when the Korean War ended, when Elizabeth II was crowned Queen of England? Average rent was just $85 a month, and this was the most popular song of the year. In the window. <laughs> arf, arf, indeed. That's right. Was it 1953, 1954, or 1955? Our first guest comes from the maestro on the board, Andrea, who's been doing a great job. Welcome back to the program, by the way. And what is your guess? 1954. 1954. Fair enough. Rajiv, your guess? Just to give it some, some variety, 1953. All right. Well, guess what, Rajiv? You have won. 1953, you have successfully been victorious because we all know you're a huge fan of that song. That's how you knew it. That's the only reason, of course. That's right, 53. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for joining us on this show. Hey, check out the seminar today in Seattle, Holiday Inn in downtown Seattle. Sign up by going to lifepointlaw.com or in person. And as Rajiv always says, Hey, John, everyone.